Uh, no clue. No freaking clue. Just stopped running, or? Yeah, so it's been running forever. No problems, no hints of problems. Go to turn it on this morning to go to work, and it just whines like it's like it's trying, but then it won't ever turn over to start. Oh, so, good. like, no warning, no nothing. And then, like, the genius I am went and just, like, I was like, oh, this is definitely the battery because we buy Walmart batteries, and they crap out exactly every two years. Okay. And so we just replaced the battery, <laughs> and then that didn't fix it. So now I don't know what to do. So now I got to figure out how to get it to a mechanics shop somehow when they're closed mm-hmm. and just like stage it in their parking lot, hope nobody breaks into it and then find a way to get them a key in the morning and hope they can fix it relatively. So easy. most, most mechanics will have like a, a drop box basically where like you put your key in an envelope. Oh, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So you put your key in an envelope, mark what, uh, make and model it is, leave your phone number, that kind of stuff and uh, drop it through the overnight slot. That's a really good idea. I'll have to look for that. I did not think of that. Yeah, no, man. I uh, I very briefly worked at a mechanics right by my folks' place. And I uh, remember having to go in in the morning and pick those things up and kind of sort them out. Huh. Look at that. The random experiences that we have that add a little value here and there. <laughs> Seriously, It's man. weird. Oh, all right. Well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. We're here for... Uh, Meaningful conversations with delicious beverages. And AJ, what did you, uh, have you had anything good lately? Um, you know what? I actually have not. Like, I've most, so I mean, the closest thing I've had, and it was good, but it's not one that is particularly new to the show or anything, but I did have a uh, kilt lifter. Mm. Uh, again, and it had been, it had been a little while since I'd had one. I forgot yep. just how. Just how good and solid they are as a beer. Uh, yeah. You know, like it's one of those ones where I, it's a good fallback for me because it's always like the compromise beer with my with my dad. Mm-hmm. Where if they're going to grab something and they ask what I want, I'll normally go with that one because I know if I leave any behind, you know, my dad's not going to plow through them by any stretch. But he, he enjoys them on occasion. So right, right. I'm not just filling up his fridge with things that he won't drink. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I had one when I went to the NF concert, and I had the same thing. I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "This is, this is good." Like, it's kind of a multi sweet beer. Like, it's it, there's a reason why it became so popular that Anheuser Busch wanted to make it a national brand. You know, like they didn't exactly, do it for no yeah. reason. So it's yeah, that one's it's good. Like, you have to give it to them. They they make good stuff. Oh yeah, no, no. I am a big fan of Four Peaks. Uh, I really, I like the idea that there is an Arizona brewery that has gone national. Yeah, um, but yeah. yeah, it's still it's just one of those ones where when I'm looking for a beer, a lot of times because I don't drink a ton of beer, I'm normally doing the build your own sixers and things, yeah. and so I'm having like a beer. And Kilt Lifter is just one that I know a little too well for that. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, you're not like super excited about the review on Instagram for it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know yeah. what you mean. Uh, yeah, I actually was at Bevmo tonight grabbing some stuff that I should be able to uh, review on the IG. I, Excellent. I grabbed 
the um, what was it? The Fayuka Rising from uh, Helio. Okay. Helio Basin. I grabbed the Dead Guy Ale. Oh yeah, from okay. Rogue. Yep. And so the guy. So we're going over to my friend's house on New Year's Eve, and he likes eight oh five. Okay. And so I was trying to find something that would be in that realm, but not 805. You know, like I didn't want to just like bring him the same thing that he always drinks, but exactly something that's not, you know, like I'm not bringing him sours when I know he likes 805, <laughs> you know, like, right. So, so I got a couple of things around his wheelhouse that I think will be good. Um, I've had dead guy before and I remember it being pretty good. And it's been a long time since I've had it, but yeah, I remember it being pretty tasty. And then um, I already forgot what the first one was that I said. Oh, the Bayuka Rising. I had it with barbecue, and I remember it being uh, really good as well. So Sweet. And then uh, I tried, I grabbed, because I had the $10 off 50 so you got to spend 50 And I right. grabbed a four-pack of the Rasputin. Um, I think it's a stout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Russian Imperial, I think. Yes. I That one will I, – I think you'll love that one, man. Really? I, I've i only had the one Russian Imperial or the Imperial Stout. Is it Russian Imperial or just Imperial Stout? So both are possible. I think uh, the Rasputin is actually a Russian Impe- – uh, like it's a Russian Stout Imperial version, okay. which basically means it's going to hit you with more ABV. Right. Uh, They're a little, so yep. it, it's definitely a sipper. But, but I yeah, yeah I, I remember the I think one you'll from, really like that. I remember the one from Helton having like a stone fruit kind of background, and if I remember correctly, the Imperial Stouts are supposed to have they they tend to have a little bit of a fruitiness to them, along with like the dark and the coffee, and uh, so I'm I'm interested to see if that was just Brian Helton because like I said, that's the only one I've had, or yeah. And so I'm in, I am excited to try this one. So, so I don't think it was particularly fruity, but it did have a real heavy malt sweetness to it. Like not that overpowering cloying sweetness. Yeah. But just kind of that uh, really nice balance with the dark roasty flavors. I really liked the Rasputin when I had it. It's been a while though. Okay. But speaking of all this beer stuff, it did remind me, I actually got exciting mail mm. uh, earlier this week uh, or late last week, I guess. Yes. What'd you I get? got my uh, Cicerone. Yeah. Certified beer server. I got a little, it looks one of those little patches. I'm not sure whether it's supposed to be iron-on or so on, but either way, it's probably not going on my clothes. It's definitely an iron-on. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. probably not going to iron it on anything either, just because I don't want to have a shirt that I can't wear to school. <laughs> Fair. But I did get the little pin thing as well. What might end up happening is pin. I might buy myself a hat at some point and go ahead and just iron-on that... Uh, Cicerone certified beer server thing on there. Oh, we're beginning to think alike. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking about doing, was buying a hat that I could wear to the pop-up that matched our yep. colors and then ironing on the Cicerone patch onto that. That's exactly I what I was it, thinking man. about doing. Well, friggin' I think a. that's the way to go. All right. Let's do it. Let's do Let's it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> but yeah, I got that in the mail. I was like, oh, finally, I have the proof that I really did pass this test and I wasn't lying on a podcast. Yeah, I know. Which, everybody, if you've been following, we've been working on this for like a year. The Cicerone is the certified, it's like a certificate. It's like sommelier for beer. So it's a lot of uh, knowledge, reading, and then you take a test to become a certified beer server, then a Cicerone, and then they have levels up from there. Uh, We just did the 
certified beer server. So it's basically saying you know enough to properly serve beer uh, is what yeah what we we have. And so it's it was a lot of we fun. Can't... That podcast series with Tap That AZ should be coming out. I think it's in the beginning of the year. Yeah. So we will definitely let everybody know when we're popping up over on their on their podcast for sure. Definitely. And so again, like technically we can't call ourselves Cicerones because we're not. That's like the next level up. But basically we we've taken a test that says we know enough about beer that we could serve it properly and probably be counted on for good recommendations for people. We've got enough background now. Yeah. And it it feels good. Like I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like I really like I really like having it. And so Absolutely, man. It's a really cool thing to be able to claim. And so, like, I think, honestly, it was a really fun thing to do. I'm super excited that we both have it and that we both passed. Yeah. And it'll be, it is something that someday when we do our actual brick and mortar shop, it'll come in handy being able to say, no, 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 look, Mm -hmm. we know what we're talking about. And it'll mean we've got some idea of how we need to go about setting things up in terms of what the requirements are for actually serving it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think... Yeah, having that background information when we start out will be huge because there's a lot to it. And we won't know enough to do it perfectly, but just oh, having no. just having something there will will help tremendously. So, uh, but anyway, how was uh how was the Christmas? I mean, so first of all, Christmas is still going. How dare you? The 12 days of Christmas is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so Merry Christmas, Brandon. <laughs> Oh, yes. I forgot about this. I should have, like, recapped the uh, podcast from last Christmas. Yes. Shame on you. you <laughs> I know. How, we, we are expecting all of the people listening to, like, learn things, and then we're just going to go ahead and stay right and, where we were. just throw it all out the window. <sighs> no, all joking aside. No, uh, Christmas was great. Um, always love getting together with the family. Mm-hmm. I always make a point, or I try to always make a point, uh, and this year it definitely worked of getting together with my folks for the Christmas morning. So I do Christmas Eve mass with them, go to a family friend's house for a Christmas Eve party. And then Christmas Mm. morning, I like to get up and just spend, since I don't have, you know, a wife or kids of my own, going and spending it with my folks for a few hours, just kind of relaxed. Because I know when we get together with the whole Enfield, Ray, Cook, clan, Mm -hmm. that realistically catching up with my parents probably isn't going to be a big priority because I see them a lot more. Right. So having some time spent with them before we get together with everyone was really cool. Um, but yeah, no, man, it's been great. Really liking not getting up and going to school in the morning. Uh, yeah. If any of my students have found us and are listening, <laughs> I wasn't lying. I wasn't lying when I said I would miss you guys. I have, but not enough. What I don't miss is the five o'clock alarm. Yes. That I'm okay with not having in my life. Yeah, I had the week after Christmas, or the days after Christmas off, and so I had to go back to work today, and it was not easy to get up in the morning. That is for sure. Yeah, That's no, it's... Definitely the hardest part. Yeah, no, next Monday is going to sting a lot. That's um, funny. But yeah, uh-huh. and then, so, my folks and I decided we're going to do the Coyotes game. Uh, this coming Thursday night, nice. we'll go to that. They they got the tickets, and I'll get dinner beforehand. And that's kind of our Christmas gift. 
since neither of none of us are good at like actually holding off on buying things that we want. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really have a Christmas list. It's like, yeah, let's spend time together instead. And right, we'll each pay better. for a portion of it. And that becomes our Christmas present. That's definitely a better way to do it. I think it's Christmas gifts are so hard and there's so much anxiety around it. Like we've all like built it up in our brains so much that we've taken the joy out of giving gifts. Like we were more concerned about it being the perfect gift than just being an expression of ourselves to somebody else, you know, type of a thing. Like, and so it's just, I feel like we've taken the, or like the flip side of it too. Because the other thing that takes just as much fun out of it is like, oh, here's a gift card. Mm. It's like, I've put slightly more thought into this than just handing you money. Uh, (laughs) I've narrowed down a little bit something you might want, unless it's an Amazon (laughs) gift card, in which case I've still basically just given you money because you can buy everything there. But like, Uh, and again, don't get me wrong. It's true. And don't get me wrong. Like receiving money is a great thing. I'm always very grateful when that happens. Sure. But at the same time, like, it does lose some of the joy of gift giving because now it feels like a it, it feels like a capitalist exchange now. <laughs> like, I, I gave you a thing, you gave me money. <laughs> I am now quantifying my love for you. <laughs> I love you a hundred dollars. Oh, that's funny. Oh, well, well, I'm grateful a hundred dollars. So it works out perfectly. Like so, and I know that's not what it really is, but in no, my head, I know, I know because I overthink everything. Completely that's kind what of you mean. It's the same deal with like when I'm going to a wedding or something. Like, okay, wait, how much am I supposed to give? Let's see. How well do I know these people? How close of <laughs> friends are we? Am I in the wedding party? All of this math that comes into it when it should just be, you know what? I'm super excited for you guys, and in my excitement, I wanted to do this. Here right. it is, and enjoy it. That's what I mean. Yeah, I feel like there should be like an app with scales, and it's like, how well do you know this person? One to ten. <laughs> how much do you like this person? One to ten. You know, like, and then just figure out. I'm like, oh, your official gift is twenty five dollars. <laughs> you know, it's it's weird like that. So I I don't know. What are your thoughts on on? I mean, you guys have obviously moved away from gifts, but what are your thoughts on the gift giving thing around Christmas in general? Like how. How do you feel about giving gifts? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? In general, what do you think? I think in general, it's a good thing. Uh, I think we need to be careful about it. You know, it shouldn't be something that... And it's hard. And that that's why I think it works a lot better with kids. Because, you know, with your girls, there's no calculus going on. Right. Like, when they receive the gift, either they're really excited about it or they're not. And that's kind of the end. <laughs> that's true. Whereas, like, with as as we get older, now it becomes a matter of, oh, man, I got them this and it costs thirty five dollars and they got me this and it costs like and I know this costs like fifty dollars. Shoot. Mm-hmm. They outdid me on the presents. And so now it's this weird competitive thing that where it's like, so true. well, no, wait, hold on a second. They're super excited about this thing that I got them and I'm super excited about this thing they got me. Awesome. What a great gift giving. Right. Yeah, it's I that is so true because so here we go on on me. This is one of the reasons why I have so much anxiety around it. So the only people that I have uh, gifts left that aren't kids. So I have my wife, obviously, Uh, we we still do gifts with the whole family because the kids are into gifts and we can't just not get each other gifts. That would be, of course. Uh, 
But then the only other people I have is my brother and sister-in-law and then the kids, right? So the kids don't count because kids should all get presents on Christmas. Of course. And so with my brother, and this is not their fault at all. This has nothing to do with them. It is all me being a neurotic mess, right? <laughs> but there yes, was, I, I can relate. <laughs> there, there was a point in time in which I was not financially well off and there and my brother has been financially well off. And so Christmas time was always kind of when he would uh bestow charity on me. And not in in a good way. Like not in right. in no resentment like I don't he wasn't little brothering you. No, he was no. It was like I like I had my barbecue because he got me a barbecue for Christmas, and I was like, I got you a book, you know. <laughs> but that's what I could afford at the time. I right. couldn't afford anything. We were me and Kristen were building our lives. We had, had all of our money was going into everything, and so we were you know living on ramen. And so he was able to to do that for me, and it was always. Awesome, right? And I always really appreciate it. I still appreciate it. But now that I've grown up a little bit, right, and and I'm doing well off, they, as I leveled up, they also leveled up, you know? And, and so they're, <laughs> they're still, you know, the way we approach Christmas is so much different. And so there's still in me this, like, weird anxiety that's like, ah, this charity and this little brother thing, and, and I got to equal them. And then there's competition am i am i equal to them or am i still the underling am i you know there's all this weird (laughs) it's it's a mess man and it's all in my brain it's not projected by him at all it's all in me and it's like wanting to be an equal and as long as there's like these gifts the there won't be equality because you know we we kind of budget our christmas in all honesty right and we you know we try to stay in a certain realm and and they don't have those restraints on themselves. And so it's always when, like you just said, with the dollar amount, like it is very unequal when when you're looking at dollars and cents in it. And it's very apparent. And they're, you know, they're also better at it than me. Like I'm not a good, thoughtful gift giver. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just, maybe I'm very selfish and self-absorbed, but like I'm just very unaware of what other people like. I don't know. And so, well... I mean, so I I think this is one of those things where the challenge comes back to us for us to return to being childlike, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and just enjoying it. Like when you give your brother and sister-in-law a present for Christmas, do they still get excited and give the big smiles and big thank yous that seem very sincere when they're getting it? Yeah, they do. then you're even yeah and the only reason you feel like you're not is because you're measuring the things that don't imp- that don't matter mm. you know what i mean like the yeah. the gift giving is about trying to bring joy into another person's life and so when they give you a gift it did that when you gave them a gift it did that now again i say this as if it's the way i actually do things right and that's just not true <laughs> i know i know <laughs> like things are always easier said than done exactly like with everything else it's really you know so we used to play golf i don't think either of us have gone in a while a very long time yeah. but like it's one of those things i know what i need to do to hit the ball well mm-hmm. i've got it in my head i know where my grip needs to be 
I know what my posture needs to be. I know what I need to be watching for in my arm bend and those kinds of things as I'm bringing the club back and all of this. I know all of it until it's time for me to swing a golf club. And then I forget all of it, mm-hmm. but only for that like three second period during the swing. Right. Because before, you're like, oh, I should have done that. <laughs> exactly. Before I'm getting everything lined up the way it needs to be. And afterwards, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I did. I picked my head up. I didn't follow through straight. I, whatever it is, I know exactly what it was. But for three seconds, I forgot all of it. And I forgot it at the time where it matters. And it's the same thing with this. I can say this really good advice about how gift giving is supposed to work and what it's supposed to be. Because I'm not in the process of giving or receiving gifts right now. Right. During that time period, it's like, oh. Yeah, it all comes I, out. I'm watching mm-hmm. the facial expressions way too closely. Like, oh, uh, see, now, I don't know. Was that a real smile? Uh, I know. Oh, that, is, this, is this forced? And so, like. And that's the thing. Like, I, again, I felt like my gift was thoughtful. Like, it, it was not in the, like, it wasn't just, like, some, like, here's a thing that nobody cares about you know like right so i saw i i had a theme of whiskey and coffee for my brother and and sister-in-law so they they only use the curate the keurig cups right and so i got them a a new uh like the reusable keurigs but a specific type that you don't have to worry about poking holes in the bottom because if you've ever used reusable ones they're super annoying And, and then they have uh paper filters for them now so i got a box of those new filters and then i got them a bag of jarman's um the whiskey barrel coffee okay and i was like they would really like this because it is really whiskey and they <laughs> like that flavor they do a lot and yeah, then I, and then i found a red velvet bailey's Ooh, yeah and red velvet is my brother's favorite flavor so cake Cupcake, okay. whatever. It's all red velvet. And I put it in this little basket, and I was like, this is going to be great. But then they got me, like, this handmade wooden carve, uh, uh, cutting board. Like, okay. Press, you know, like, super designed, awesome thing. A Kristen and I got sketched wine glasses. Um, no, I got a sketched wine glass, which has the Inkledoo logo on it. It's super cool. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> Like that, that should feature prominently in all future Instagram wine reviews. Oh yeah, I did it last night for the first time. But like that's the kind team. of thoughtfulness that they put into it. And I'm like, well, okay, thoughtfulness I can match, but when it comes to like the the dollars and the things that came out of it, I was like, they they won Christmas and that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta be like, dang it, it's not about winning and losing, but it's so hard to remove the social status competition things in the gift giving exchange and especially when they're people you're really close with yeah you know like so again so i am the older sibling of the duo in my family and so i was also for a while there you know i had gone to seminary and then so while i was there obviously i wasn't making any money Hmm. and then afterwards at first when i was first working for the church my first christmas I was making like $10 an hour and working part-time at a parish way out in the West Valley, like a 40-minute drive from where I lived. And so I didn't have much. And so like every single Christmas, it was like, okay, my little sister who has like a grown-up job. uh, Man, I really hope she's wanting to keep things like inexpensive (laughs) this year for Christmas. 
And like, again, it was all on me. <laughs> yeah. There was never a time where she in any way, shape or form expected you to do something. Yeah. Was like being demanding or just sort of taking for granted that I would be trying to compete dollars and cents with her. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like in my head, I was like, oh, as the older sibling, like five years older than her, there's no way I can be the one. Like, okay, so whatever I've got to spend on Christmas, I've got to spend. I can't have this. You know, or when we'd be talking about doing something for our parents and like splitting the splitting it like. Yep. Well, so if she suggests something, I can't really say no, because that's me (laughs) acknowledging that I can't afford to do my share on this one. That she's over me or that she's above me financially in the. Right. Yes. Stupid pride. And the worst part of it is it's like. Why am I getting caught up in this? I already know it's true. Yeah. Like she was, she was in a better financial spot than me at that point. Right. And like, she wasn't doing anything to hold it over my head. Right. Right. So it was purely just my own neuroses and insecurities flaring up. Oh, that's so funny. That is so <laughs> But like funny. it is. But ultimately, like it was one of those things I- I've moved largely past that. Like, I don't worry about that anymore, but it is still one of those things where like I said, using weddings as an example, because that's been a much bigger thing for me recently. Right. Is with various people that I know getting married and all of this. And it's like, ah, uh, well, do they know each other? And so like, wait, what do I, are they going to talk about how much I gave at their wedding versus how much I'm giving at theirs and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, uh, I don't want this. No. Yeah. That's not worth it for sure. Cause, Cause like the Christmas stuff that realistically the way my family does it anymore isn't it's no longer an issue right but uh even before we made that switch it was still one of those things that i had pretty much moved past because it just seemed it was just so patently silly to me that like i couldn't help laughing at myself while i was doing it i was like okay well i guess this is done now yeah it's there's definitely a it's all self-judgment and it's debilitating like you got to be able to not judge yourself and just give from the goodness of your heart you know and just give and like if that's what you have that's what you have and that's okay you know type of thing but it's it's hard to not judge yourself or compare yourself against other people things like that which so last part on the gifts here is the other part that makes gift giving hard is one thing that i'm learning which this is a little different dynamic when you have kids is projecting gifts onto your kids. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> yes, you do. And so that is something that I'm learning that I that I do. And I didn't know that I well, I knew that I did it. And then I just hoped that it would work out in my favor anyway. <laughs> but yeah. We, Tell them what you did. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought my oldest an easy bake oven because I always wanted an easy bake oven. But, you know, me being a boy in the 90s was not allowed to ask for an easy bake oven. And so <laughs> we totally like the now there was a little bit of thought that went into it. So it, it wasn't just pure projection right. like Brooklyn likes to cook. She likes to be involved uh, in the kitchen. And so we thought she would love it. She opens the package and she looks at it and she goes, really? And we were like. What do you what do you mean really? What do you say like that? Yes, really. This is great. Fine, give it to me. I'll use it. You know, it's like <laughs> But you can't eat any of the brownies I made. Exactly right. 
And so then I was talking to Chris and I was like, you know what? We might have projected that gift onto her. And because she might like, she might actually like cooking, but more than that, she probably actually just likes being around us and we're in the kitchen when she wants to be around us. And so we were like, Oh, this is something that we always wanted as kids. Surely she must want that as a kid. And it doesn't work out that way. Have you actually tried baking anything with her yet? Uh, so her and Kristen made like, I think they called them truffles, but it was basically like a cake ball or a, uh, yeah, cake ball or cake pop, but without okay. the stick. Uh, so having made that, did she enjoy it more now that she really knows what it is? Uh, yeah, it seemed like she liked it. So we have quite a few more to work okay. through, but it's not been one that she's like knocking on, you know, banging on us constantly. Hey, she I want to cook, I want to cook, I want to cook. Wanna cook. It's, it's kind of just been there <laughs> sitting on the table for a few days. And I don't know that she could care less. Like I could probably put it in the garage and she wouldn't even know that it's gone. So if I put it in the garage, yeah, but, I'm I mean, going to be out there cooking in my Easy Bake Oven. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, so what might end up happening, though, is like maybe uh, one of these days when you're cooking dinner or uh, something like that, maybe she can be using her Easy Bake Oven all kind of alongside mm. you or whatever. And then so she's making dessert. That's a good idea. And maybe that's what really brings her in on it. That's a really good idea. But like. Yeah. Hey, you know what, man? Again, it's that it's that whole forest for the trees thing, man. I, I've got a little bit more distance from this whole parenting thing. <laughs> oh, hey, I like that. Steal it, man. It's all yeah, yours. I'm totally going to take Merry it. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get me? No. <laughs> Everybody would be like, oh, yeah, this is completely my idea. Yep, nope. Mm, nobody gave me this idea, <laughs> except for the whole world who hears this nose now. There's no hiding. <laughs> Oh, crap. It's all right. Most of us won't be there when it happens anyway, so you can totally claim it. So as we're – we'll come to an end here pretty quick here, but are you working on any personal goals for 2020? Yeah. So a big – one big one for me is that um, probably about two or three months ago, I completely fell off of the uh, keto Mm -hmm. diet, and I'm going to be hitting that again pretty hard. So this week I don't have – School, obviously, like I was just saying. So tomorrow I'm going to go hit the grocery store, load up with some things, and then January 1st, use that as kind of my launch date for getting back to try and regain a lot of that progress that I had been making. Uh, And again, it's really, for me, less about the weight loss, although that will be good. I do Mm -hmm. need that. Uh, But mostly just... I didn't feel lethargic. I didn't feel like I was out of energy uh, when I was on it. And going back, I definitely do. Yeah. And so I need to get back to where, like, it's one thing to have a day in the week or maybe even a couple days in a certain week where I don't and where I do eat a lot of carbs. But doing it every day has definitely, I've noticed. It feels terrible. I'm I'm not functioning. I'm not functioning properly. And I need to get yeah. back to it. No, so I, that's kind of my big personal. So are you going, how specific are you going to make it? Right. Cause you got to have smart goals, right? Specific, measurable, attainable. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't remember what the RT is, but, um, <laughs> something time limit as T I don't, what is R? Uh, 
realistic, probably. You're probably right. I don't know. Anywho, I'm um, good with that. So, really, what my thing is, uh, I'm going to pick uh, one day on the weekend. So, like, it'll vary from week to week because it kind of depends, like, when I'm getting together with my folks or something sure. like that. But uh, at least Monday through Friday, it's going to be uh, virtually no carb. Mm, okay. For And that's for the first few months to try and, like, really kind of purge myself. Yep. And then after that, go back to like one meal with some light carbs in it. But really, one of the big things I'm focusing on this time is trying to really incorporate some variety and some cooking in my life instead of just grabbing the easy stuff that I can eat. Good. Yeah, that's... You know, just grabbing the salami Mm -hmm. and cheese, which works and it is keto, but it gets old pretty quick. And that's one of the big problems I ran into. Yeah, and that stuff isn't necessarily the best for you like i love me some salami no, but that's it's very true it is it is keto but it's not the good keto it's not the best yeah, way to do it yeah. yeah so that's good no cooking is huge and that it makes keto a lot more um yeah sustainable. so one of the things one of the things that i know works really well is uh for me is like eggs because mm-hmm. i can scramble anything i want into yep. those uh and so Making sure I'm getting to the grocery store like once a week or so, loading up with eggs and various things to throw into my eggs, and then uh, having a go of it. Nice, man. How about uh, you, man? So I have been uh, working on my goals for a while, actually. And my I don't... Like last year I had like one overarching goal, and this year I have a slew of them to be honest with you. Um, and I guess what I'm really trying to do this year is like, a, I don't, if I were to wrap it up into like one, it would be to, to be excellent or to, to seek excellence. Right. So, okay. When it comes to, so like diet, right? Like we were on the diet yep. and then we fell off the diet. Then we got on the diet. We got off the diet. And then at work, you know, I'll be all in on one day and then I'll screw around another day. Or, you know, I'll think that I can go to my day job and screw around and then put in and hustle and be consistent in ink will do. And that's not really how it works, right? So excellence is like a consistency of behavior and productivity and mindset and everything from you know, discipline is a big part of it. And so just kind of building the discipline into my life and then, um, you know, focusing on mindset and and pursuing excellence and not really accepting, you know, just good enough or mediocre or, you know, this is whatever. And, and then I'll focus over here, but trying to be good all the time instead of slacking off. And so, uh, I have a whole one page. I'm going to post it all over and all my play. I have it up in my cubicle. I'm going to put it up in my bathroom mirror so that I see it every day and then go from there. So it it's really hard to like awesome, wrap man. it up into one thing because it, it's like it's all around it's all around behaviors, right? And I know that yeah. I have behaviors that I struggle with. So I still have some fear behaviors that I'm trying to overcome. I still have some discipline issues that I want to overcome. And then, um, so it was like fear, discipline, and I think excellence. And then it was like making sure that I, I 
practice the behavior of performing at an excellent level so that I'm it's a habit and not like something I have to like rustle up a bunch of energy to do something well and then I can go back to being doing it halfway the rest of the time so right that's what I'm working on next year so we'll see how it goes very cool man yeah very cool all right well if we were going to take all this fun stuff wrap it up into a life lesson what would you what would you pull out of it I'm going to go back to like the the gift giving thing and just say uh, we need to be focused on the joy Mm. like and not just in terms of gift giving but like our decisions in life now and I don't want to like turn this into some kind of feel good hippie style life coaching (laughs) just do what makes you happy that's not what I'm saying but like in the decisions we're making and in the things that we're doing even the things that are really difficult the ones that are good there's still joy even in the midst of the difficulty uh and so focusing on that i think is my big one yeah is cuz it it keeps us from focusing on all the things that don't matter right our false senses of competition uh our fears our insecurities our inadequacies it gets our mind off of that and helps us to focus on the thing that will actually make us stick with the pursuit right yeah, I like it. Yeah, for me, I'm sticking with the the gift giving too. And I think that if we, like you said, focus on the joy, if you give with just the intention to bless the other person, even if you screw up and project your childhood onto your kid, you know, like your intention is still to bless them and make them happy. Yes, don't don't exactly. go crazy and overanalyze yourself. If you're if you don't make as much money as everybody in your family, just bless them with what you can and that will be enough and if it's not enough then there's something great or wrong but for you and inside your judgment you know judging yourself like that should be good because it's about blessing other people the joy it's not a competition it's not judgment it's you know like you said it's a time for joy so let it be a blessing and just focus on that and do what you can it's not a competition so uh this is a life lesson that would have been useful before Christmas, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, so we're we're learning from what we just went through. <laughs> so hindsight's twenty twenty, and so is the date when this oh, posts. Yes, that is so true. <laughs> That's crazy, man. New decade. Here we go. Seriously, let's take it over. Twenty twenty. All right. Anything else on your brain? Nah, man. I'm good. Right on. With that, we will say adieu. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to another Inkledo podcast. We hope you really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed making it. If you did enjoy it, please do us a favor and make sure to share it on all your own social media so that other people can find us and enjoy us as well. 